0: Hello, welcome to another episode of the Project Purple podcast. I'm Dino Verley, founder and CEO of Project Purple, and today we're back in the podcast studio. I've got a special guest for you all—someone you've heard many times. But our program manager for all things Project Purple, Vin Camp. Vin, thanks for joining us once again on a Pleasure new episode. Here. Great to have yeah. you back in the studio. <laughs>
1: Great to be here. Pleasure to be here and excited for this uh, recap we have coming up.
0: Absolutely. So we are gonna be recapping not recapping because we we're not recapping really? anything. We are gonna be talking about we gotta stand corrected, Vin. This is not a recap episode. Not a
1: recap, a foreshadow or yeah, a preview a of preview. the preview
0: of what's going on over the next couple months here at Project Purple. We've got a whole lot going on. So we figured we'd get on here on a podcast and preview some great things that are happening over the next couple of weeks, next couple of months. Hopefully you listening at home, at work, or at the gym, wherever you listen to this podcast, get involved in one of these many great events. And and I've got to say, you know, we were built as, uh, for those that follow us and, and know the story, we were built as an endurance-based charity, but we've got some things coming up that don't involve running, don't involve lifting any weights, uh, don't involve walking, um, that really anyone can get involved in. So it's really kind of exciting to uh, to have kind of the lineup we have over the next couple months I, said, I should say weeks and then months here at Project Purplewood events to our community. So we're excited for it, bringing a lot of awareness to this disease that we're all fighting for. So with that, let's get started. And we're going to go, just for our audience here, we're going to kind of keep it to the chronological order of events. So our first event coming up uh, in a couple of weeks, actually, I say couple of weeks because it'll be here before we know it is. August twenty first, Saturday, August twenty first in Park Ridge, Chicago. It's back and we're back in person, which is so exciting to, to say. Then the Horner Hustle.
1: Yeah, the, I mean, so I haven't been there, you know. So as last year, once I when I took over some of these walks that we have, um, wasn't able to get out there, um, but have heard through you and you know other people what an amazing in person event it was last year obviously with everything we had to change it to a virtual setting and it was extremely successful but i know you know through emails and talking to the participants last year and and kathleen we were itching to get back in person just like we talk about our marathons you know we were itching to get back in person and you know with the restrictions being lifted and you know going in the right direction we are able to have a live event at Park Ridge at Centennial Park on August twenty-first for that one-mile walk and five-k run. So it's exciting, and you know, hopefully, we can get out there and be a part of the festivities and be a part of that day.
0: Yeah, we're really looking forward to it. And so, just to back up here for a second, for our audience listening in. Uh, at home, or as I said, at work, or in the gym, or in the car, or wherever you listen. You know, the, the Horner Hustle has been kind of a signature event here in the summer for us for now. This will be the fourth version, the fourth. Uh, fourth year. And so, about five years ago, a family in the Chicago land area got involved with Project Purple. Two sisters ran the Chicago Marathon, and uh, they did it for their brother in law who at the time when they joined was uh recently diagnosed with pancreatic cancer mike horner who was married to uh, their sister heather and uh kathleen and, and and her sister got involved and just was just so magical to see um you know the family and when i say family i mean the whole family Get behind this thing the first year, and um, you know, unfortunately, Mike did lose his battle with pancreatic cancer. Um, the two sisters, the the Horner uh, um, Kathleen and Kelly, you know, ran uh, the Chicago Marathon that year. Mike passed away, but then they wanted to find a way to honor him and help promote awareness for other people and help other people, which just just really kind of. You know amazing that the family you know decided to do this because they went through a horrific experience i mean mike was so young i mean i think when he passed away he was 45 or just turned 45 and uh left a a a young daughter at the time and you know it it just uh they went through just such such a hard tragedy but then to see them all rally You know, in Mike's honor and for the community to put together this event. And, you know, this is again the fourth running of the Horner Hustle. And every year it got bigger and bigger. And, you know, unfortunately, last year with it being virtual was still a tremendous success. And then, you know, we're excited this year. I know things were. Um, you know, in the beginning of the year, a little bit uncertain in terms of what the event would look like if it would just be a virtual event. And recently we got kind of the green light from uh, from the Park Ridge folks there that, you know, all systems are go, which is super exciting. I don't even think, Vin, we, we did have a cap on it at 250, but that cap has been lifted, correct?
1: Yeah. When we started, um, they had a, I think it was a 200 person live uh, limit when we first launched this couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago now, um, and as of a week and a half or so ago, those restrictions are lifted. So currently, there is no limit to in-person uh, participation at Park Ridge on that day. So if you're in that you Park Ridge area or within a driving distance and you want to get out there um, and you feel comfortable getting out there, uh, I will You'll say that with all of these events that we have coming up, you have, if you feel comfortable, it, we have that live portion of that event that you can go down and, you will know, be a part of, you know, interacting and, and meeting people that are involved and, you know, just in this battle together, you know, raising awareness. So it's, it's exciting. And as, you know, when Kathleen told me that that was limp, uh, lifted, it was you know, well, goosebumps a little bit to, you know, okay, we're one step closer to, you know, really getting back to these full steam live events.
0: Yeah. And, and, and we're excited. We've got a new venue for those that have uh, participated in the event before uh, we were at a, a different location. So this location this year is a little bit different, which I think will be a little bit, More accommodating for what's happening in terms of space. Um, There'll be plenty of space. Clearly, we'll be outside, uh, but we've got a little bit more space this year um, in terms of the staging area, which uh, in years past we were kind of in a small park um, and we were on public roads. Where this year we are starting and stopping or starting and finishing, I should say, not stopping, but starting and finishing in a much larger area. It's a school. Um, We've got access to the parking lot, to uh, grounds and stuff. So I, I think it'll lay out much better. In terms of flow, given uh, what we're dealing with here and, and in terms of the, the pandemic and as, it, as we unwind this thing. But the really cool aspect is if people can't make it or don't feel comfortable coming, and that's a personal preference, you can do this thing virtually. So I think you know this is a great way. There's no excuses, I guess I would say, in, in getting involved because you could do it virtually. You can do it on your own. Um, you could do it from your home, um, from your neighborhood, um, wherever you feel comfortable doing it. Um, if you feel comfortable coming down and you live in the the greater Chicagoland area, in that Park Ridge area, of Chicago, which is right next door, uh, come join us on the twenty first and uh you know celebrate you know mike's life uh and help raise awareness for this thing called pancreatic cancer and with project purple so really looking forward to that really kicking things off because that's when things kind of (laughs) get i'm giggling here yeah a little (laughs) hectic, a little crazy but it's all good we love this because this kind of you know then we uh You know, last year we did, what, 37 events?
1: 37 virtual, yeah. It was a lot when you look back on it. Yeah,
0: 37 virtual events in like a span of eight months. And here we are, you know, getting back to physical events. And then, you know, once the Horner Hustle starts, it's like a domino of events that are happening in person and and also virtually. So we're really excited. So we're excited for that kickoff of the Horner Hustle. Uh, Check out the links on our website uh, for that event and also on our social media channels. The next event coming up right after that one, after the Horner Hustle, the week after, is Big Stew's Barbecue's back again for the third edition of the Big Stew's Barbecue happening on August 28th. And similar to last year, this is a virtual event. Uh, Last year, because of the pandemic, became virtual, but given the success that we had last year, Uh, The the organizer of the event, uh, Dave, and his wife, Sarah, decided, you know what, let's do this again, because we had so much fun doing it last year. And we had people from all over the country get involved. Just was really exciting to see it. And so it's back again for the third year, and it's going to be virtual.
1: Yeah, and last year, I think we were a little not hesitant or we wondered a lot how this was going to go being a virtual event. Cause obviously with barbecue, you want to be there, you want to taste it. You want to you know, smell all that aroma and stuff from this amazing barbecue. But I mean, I, when we pulled this off virtually and Dave and, and Sarah, we were able to do this virtual event um, with pictures and the amount of people that got involved again, like you said, from all over just to, you know, participate in one of the three categories that we have or that they have, whether it was barbecue. So the three categories are, you know, barbecue, your barbecue setup, and dessert. And the, the photo submissions, it was like you were there in real life. Yeah. Like some of these things, you know, you could smell it. You could taste it. You, you, you had those senses going when you, we were seeing, looking at these pictures. Um, but it was a unique event. And again, like you said at the, at the top, you know, you know, we were founded on being a running charity, but here's an opportunity to, you know, get out in front of that grill. If you love grilling, like, jump on this your know, big stew's barbecue and make your best barbecue submit your photos and you know, just have a good time with it you know if you're having a party register and you know show us what you're doing for your party you know it's it's a great opportunity for a lot of people to get involved and you know and be a part of this it was it was fun last year to to see the amount of people get involved that got involved
0: yeah and, and and you know the great thing as you just said is um you know if you're having a party already this is a great way to kind of capitalize on that i i think last year we we saw a couple people get involved that threw parties at the time just smaller events uh, i think last year at that time i think that the country had opened up and people were congregating a bit so you know this is uh, more the reason to throw that party this year it's the weekend of the 28th so you can do it on the 28th or 29th i believe the 28th is saturday And so uh, it was just pretty wild last year to just see those pictures of just how creative some people really got, which is just so awesome to see. And uh, to your point, Vin, as you said, you know, traditionally we're running, we're working out, someone's getting sweaty. I mean, I guess here you are going to sweat a little bit if you're (laughs) standing over that grill um, or that smoker. You know, we we talk about grilling all the time, but, you know, barbecue has become kind of this uh, transcended um, activity where now it's, you know, people are, um, you know, if you're into barbecue, you know, you're, you're, if you're smoke using a smoker, it doesn't happen right away. It could be 14, 15 hours that, you know, people put their, their briskets or, you know, their meats on that smoker. And it just takes a a long time to slowly cook those meats. Um, I've got a neighbor who does this quite a bit. Hopefully he'll get involved with big stews this year, but uh, you know he's he usually puts his brisket out at like you know uh, three in the morning or does it at midnight, and then he's up every hour making sure the temperature uh, is just right. Uh, there, there's 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 an, an insane process to uh, grilling here and smoking and, and making sure the meat doesn't dry out and everything. It's just really wild, but uh, yeah, this this is really a cool event, and like you said. It doesn't involve working out. Um, anyone can really do it. Um, you know, if you have a grill, I know um, in years past when we've been in person, you know, I think people think like propane, but I've seen people use the charcoal mm-hmm. grills, the smokers, um, you know, all, all kinds of apparatuses to uh, to grill their meat and uh, to put it together. And, you know, if you're not into barbecue, but you're into making really good desserts, well, we've got a dessert category for you. And, and last year, like you said, Vin, some of those pictures, man, I, I wish we could do this event in person because I would just want to taste.
1: <laughs> yes, I would be a taste tester.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would just, and that was the great thing about the first year that we did this in person was they had six, I guess you would call them pit master set up, um, you know, with their, with their, you know pits and they were making all this food and you could go to each one and they would let you test it naturally there were judges who were responsible for judging the meat that they were given but that was just a, a great way to, you know, just enjoy some really, really amazing food and desserts. It was just awesome, man. I, I can't wait for this thing. Hopefully, you know, next year, I'm sure if we're in person, you know, we'll have a component of virtual and also in person. But just a really, really cool
1: event. Yeah. And then the third category, you know, would be, you know, if you don't want to get, you know, the barbecue or the dessert, if you have a pretty cool setup or like you said if you're throwing a party and that you have a unique setup you, know, you can be a part of the, the barbecue setup or the party setup you know so it's again another piece that you know just anybody can get involved with you know you may not want to be or be a part of or com- you know, compete so to say in you know the cooking part of it but you know if you have somebody else cooking and your setup is amazing you know submit and get involved in the setup part um, and then the other portion, I would say, is you know this year we we added a little, you know, thank you gift, so to say, to the registration, so that uh, custom apron that we have, which looks pretty unique and you know pretty sick to have this as a part of the registration process. That anybody that registers you know, will get this custom apron.
0: Yeah, we're excited about that. I mean, I think, you know, aprons go hand in hand with grilling. Uh, so, uh, you know, we've, we've got a really awesome custom apron for everyone who joins uh, the Big Stew's barbecue uh, to remember Big Stew and, and you know, to to help raise awareness. Just really cool. So excited for that. Uh, we're really, th- this event, I, I i love food so you probably can tell as my attitude shifted here when we started talking about food uh how excited i got so i i just i, I love it i think it's great um you know i love running and working out but food is something that uh, is near and dear to my heart <laughs> and so uh i i just love this event i i think it's a great event and uh you know coming off last year's success we had people from all over the country and it just got really engaged. You know, the engagement was just awesome. And just to see all those pictures, I, I was just so, I got hungry just looking at those pictures. So just awesome event. Can't wait for this year's event.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a good time. And like you said, I can't wait to start seeing these pictures start to filter in on that weekend. Uh, it's, it's exciting when the, the things start going off and you start opening up these pictures. So excited for it and should be a great, another great turnout this year. And definitely looking forward to it.
0: Absolutely. So we can't wait for August 28th, the weekend of August 28th. So following that, a couple of weeks later, is kind of an exciting weekend. I mean, it's a special weekend for us. Uh, we've got two events, really, on a Sunday and a Monday. But the first event is our Norwalk Steps for a Cure in memory of Donna Cutrone, who is a Norwalk, Connecticut lifetime resident, passed away a couple of years ago. Her daughter got involved, as did the rest of the family, uh, to put together this walk in memory of Donna. And, you know, sadly, last year with a pandemic, it went virtual, still a great success. But we are excited to bring this back on Sunday, September 12th in Norwalk at Calf Pasture Beach in a part physical, but also virtual event And the physical aspect is that it's going to be a a really a DIY event. And, you know, we're, we're just kind of being cautious and considerate uh, about what's happening right now. So there's a virtual aspect. So if people don't feel comfortable coming down, uh, they can come down or they can do it from their home, I should say, or from where they feel comfortable doing it. But if you do feel comfortable coming down, we're going to have a window And the window is going to be from 9 to 12 on that morning. Um, And you have the ability to come down and walk the course in memory of Donna or in memory or in honor of someone that you know, um, and do your one mile walk. We'll have a selfie station down there. So you can take selfies, take pictures, help raise awareness. But this is just a, a really... Unique opportunity for us this year with Norwalk to bring it back again physically, but to do it in a safe way. Um, We won't require, um, you know, we, we're not asking people to congregate and hang out, but if people do want to come down and we'll have a representative uh, from Project Purple there. Um, so it's going to look a little bit different than we've done things in the past, uh, but we hope we bring a safe experience uh, to the community and also find a way to to help raise awareness uh, for everyone, um, you know, who's battling this disease or has battled this disease. Um, and again, that's happening Sunday September twelfth.
1: Yeah, I was excited to to have this back on the calendar this year with that live aspect uh, of that. You know, like you said last year, it went you know completely virtual. And I think getting back to that live event, just like the Horner Hustle, um, might look a little different this year. But you know, we have that window. You know, there's no set start time. You know, we'll be there, or somebody from Project Purple will be there, and you know, come down anytime between that nine and twelve window and you know, say hi, take a picture, raise awareness, you know, post them on social media to help raise awareness and, you know, spread the word and, you will know, go out on your walk. And you know, I always say, like, while you're out on that walk or, you know, I know, you know, we've talked about this when you're out on your run, you just your mind goes and you're able to you know think about things and just, you know, remember whoever you're remembering or walking, whatever, you're, whatever your reason is for walking. Um, it's going to be good to get out there and it is a walk um, it's going to be a one mile walk so no timekeeping no anything we just want it to be i don't want to say casual but it you know it's going to be a little bit more casual this year where just come enjoy the september weather hopefully and you know on calf pasture beach and just help us raise awareness and you know help honor whoever you need to honor or want to honor and you know enjoy the the weather that's going to be out there because i'm i'm optimistic that it's going to be good weather that whole weekend
0: yes the whole weekend (laughs) great great point there vin and and the views there are spectacular so it's just a beautiful location and again uh diy physical aspect uh to just be considerate and conscious of everyone's safety and with that note as you said we hope the weekend is a great weather weekend going into that Monday because on that Monday there in Norwalk on nine 13 is the first ever project purple golf outing at Shorehaven country club, which is literally maybe then a
1: couple yards away from <laughs> Calf pasture beach.
0: Well, I would say about a hundred yards from yeah. Calf pasture <laughs> beach. Yeah. You, you literally can probably take a, 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 a you know, a pitching wedge and, and hit a golf ball, you know, um, you know, a couple, it's probably about a hundred yards to, uh, to the, the country club there. And so we're really excited. This is our first ever project purple golf outing in Norwalk. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful location, amazing course link style. It's one of two courses that actually is on long Island sound. Um, so just a beautiful, beautiful layout. I mean, the, the course at that point in time is going to be absolutely gorgeous, lush green. You've got the the trees. We shouldn't have foliage just then, but um, there's not a lot of trees on the course, believe it or not. Uh, but there's trees in the vicinity. Um, it's just really, really amazing. Uh, course layout. And if you haven't seen, I know we, we've promoted it a bunch on social media. The website's got a great picture of it. I know we've used that a ton on social media too, which is like an overhead picture of just the course laid out with the clubhouse and, and the amenities in the background. It's just really gorgeous.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a fun event. I know we, we've talked about it again in the past, you know, the sort of the, you know, things lined up for us this year in terms of like restrictions and you know, other things being cancelled that we were able to, you know, get this up and running and excited to be here at Shorehaven. You, know, you mentioned it was one of two clubs, you know, that touch up onto the Long Island Sound. But, you know, it is a top forty club in Connecticut. So it's an exclusive club that, you know, people want to play and this could be your opportunity to get out there and not only play a great course, but like we're always doing with all these events, raise awareness, you know, for this disease that, you know, we're avidly raising awareness for and raising funds for so it's going to be fun uh, looking forward to that day again knocking on wood that the weather holds up and it's going to be beautiful that whole weekend um, but it, it's going to be a fun fun course i keep looking at that picture that you say that's on the website and you know it, it just looks amazing um you know so looking forward to everybody getting out there and, and being a part of it yeah,
0: I, I'm excited. I can't wait to be in the golf cart driving around. I won't be playing, uh, but uh, it's going to be a great event. We've we've got a great lineup uh, for the the guests that day. Um, you know, so it, it's it's going to be really really special. And and let's hope then, uh, you know the weather does cooperate and uh, it's not too hot not too wet, and just perfect for both events. So we can't wait. Again, the Norwalk Walk happens on 9-12, and then our first annual golf outing happens on 9-13. And Vin, for our listeners at home that don't live in the Connecticut area, be on the lookout because about a week before both events, um, we're going to launch something cool. We're going to give everyone an opportunity nationwide to bid on some amazing auction items, right? Like we're, we're going out online. So we're going to have our silent auction uh, online for guests that can't make it there that day um, for either event to hopefully participate. Um, Maybe if you can't make it and you want to honor a loved one, we'll have the ability for you to do that um, via our auction site uh, to buy memorials last minute. Um, And if you want to take advantage of some of the amazing auction items that we've got and that we'll be getting uh you'll have an opportunity to take advantage of that as well so just be on the lookout that'll probably launch sometime uh end of august early september um on our social media and uh hopefully you know people from all around the country will be able to get involved and support the mission and maybe win some great prizes
1: yeah i think that's a a pretty unique uh, feature that we're going to have with this um You know, cause I've had people reach out that, you know, said they don't live in the area, but they wish they could be a part of it. Um, So there are, like you mentioned, and you briefly mentioned on there's two ways really that you could get involved. You know, number one would be, you know, through that silent auction. But the second piece is we're going to have a memorial section on the golf course. Um, We haven't yet decided where that's going to be, but you know, you can, you know, purchase or donate um, to get a memorial sign for a loved one that will be in, in memory of, you know, whoever that, you know, want to mem- you know, remember that day and we'll get that yard sign made. We'll put it on the course and, and we will take lots of pictures and video and, and everything of that section. So just a great way to, again, you know, honor somebody if you can't be there in person, but you want to contribute and want to be a part of it. It's a great opportunity to take advantage of that and get involved.
0: Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, that weekend's going to be awesome. It's going to be really, really special. So now we fast forward from the the September twelfth and thirteenth, couple of months, well, about a month, um, and we get into November, and you know we probably will have uh, another uh, episode dedicated to just what's going on in November but we want to mention this event because we still have some spots open we do have the chicago marathon happening in october but unfortunately for anyone listening right now that would like to run chicago uh that team is sold out um which is great and is full so uh, we don't have any available spots yet or, or have available spots left for the chicago marathon that happens uh october 10th uh weekend but The good news is, and this is kind of exciting, is the 50th running of the New York City Marathon happens this fall, if you haven't heard yet. Um, And that happens on November 7th, and believe it or not, this will be the 10th team that we have put together for the New York city marathon and the craziness about this, you know, we say 10 and you go, wow, man, you scratch your head a little bit. You know, there were two teams that didn't get to run, um, which yeah. is kind of a, a factoid. Maybe this is like a jeopardy fact at some point, if we ever do a jeopardy episode with project purple is that in 2012, that was the hurricane Sandy year and that team didn't get to run. Um, so that team got rolled to 2013 And then, unfortunately, in 2020, um, with the global pandemic, that team also didn't get to run. So that team got rolled into 21, 22, and 23, um, depending on what the runners chose. But the good news is we have spots and we are open. So um, if you're a runner or if you have New York as your bucket list item, the race is happening in person uh, 35,000 runners is what they have been allowed. Uh, that number may increase here as we get through the summer. I mean, things are looking really good in terms of uh, the pandemic. You know, numbers are really low. So there is a, a possibility that that might jump a bit just because of things here in the New York City area and how well they've handled the pandemic over the last, you know, month or two. So um, we're excited. We've got spots. It's the 50th running. Um, it's really an iconic year for the race um, and also for us to field our 10th team at the event. And And this has always been a signature uh, time for us and, and signature team, I should say, you know, in terms of it's always typically our biggest team that we field for the year. It's always typically our biggest fundraising team. And just over the past 10 years, it's just been wild to see where we've gone from, five runners back in 2012 to, you know, this year we'll probably field the team over a hundred runners, which is just really, really special.
1: Yeah. That's, it's fun to be a part of, you know, that marathon, you know, they, since I came on board four years ago, you've been to a lot of them. And like you said, New York just has that specialness to it or that vibe around the event. So it's exciting to come back and, you know, be able to Participate and be a part of those lives events. I know Dino, you're ready to get on that microphone or megaphone <laughs> um, and, and those cowbells. You know, and you get out there and cheer on our runners because that's who we are at our soul. And like you said, who who how we were founded was you know, on being a running charity. So you know, Chicago is running, and then to be back in New York, I honestly didn't realize that it was going to be our tenth um, fielded team. So that's pretty exciting to to link up that tenth team and the 50th running, you know, in the same event, that's that's pretty, you know, special to be a part of that. So excited to be there. Can't wait to get out there on the course and cheer everybody on. And like, you know, said, if if you're a runner and you want to get out there and do it, um, or if you're not a runner and you just want to challenge yourself, you know, join the team. That's what I did for Chicago back in 2019. Um, it's something you can you say that you accomplished and did it again for a great cause. So we have those spots and we're excited to get them filled and see everybody out on the course.
0: Yeah, super excited. And, you know, a couple of points here, Vin, is one, naturally we provide training. So if you have not run a marathon, this is where we come in. This is why you run with the charity is we'll get you trained uh, physically, mentally ready for the race. The other thing is we're here to help you fundraise. So if people listening uh, are hesitant because they have to fundraise, that that is part of the, the, the process here. Um, but that's where we come in, you know, our expertise. And we've been doing this over the last 11 years, primarily with running and fitness. So we know what works. And, you know, last year was a, was an interesting year because we had to kind of evolve the way we fundraise and and we had another great successful year. So our job is to share those strategies and share those ideas for you to be successful. So that is included, um, you know, a couple, there's a lot of other things that are included, but, you know, those are the two main things in terms of training and fundraising. And then the last thing here is, because we have such a vast audience, you know, if people have their own entry into the marathon and still want to help raise awareness and still be part of the team, you can do that. You can join our team. um, You know, if you have your own entry, whether it's through the nine plus one, or if you got in last year through the lottery, and then you're running this year because of the um, process that you selected, um, you can still be part of the Project Purple team and still help us amplify and raise awareness for our mission. So, just a couple tidbits there that I wanted to throw in, just make sure our audience is aware of that the application information on all of our events that we talked about is all available on our website, which is great, which is projectpurple.org, and you can also find the information on social media. So, Vin, there's a couple of things. I know this was the summer preview, which we kind of went into and we did go into, you know, early fall with the New York City Marathon because technically that's not summer, but we wanted to put that in there uh, so that people are aware of that. But there's a couple of things that are still happening that are like kind of year long things that we, we, we have talked about in the past, but let's just bring those up just to remind people about that, that there's still opportunities to get involved and stay involved. And the first one is the Pass the Torch event.
1: Yeah, that that Pass the Torch event is still going on. Um, For those of you listening that um, haven't heard of this, uh, back at the beginning of the year, we wanted to extend what we started last year in having people run until our live events came back. So we set out a goal that we wanted to run as a community 60,430 miles. Uh, You can run as many times as you want. You can walk, jog, whatever it is, you know, log miles when you walk your dogs or go out for a walk. Um, but we're our goal is to re- run, walk, jog one mile for everyone that's diagnosed this year. So That event is still going on. You can register. It's free to register. It's a really an awareness-based event. There is fundraising that you can do if you want to amplify the message. Um, but as of right now, as I'm looking at the results board, uh, we are currently at just under 17,000 miles, so 16,780 of that 60,000. So keep logging your miles, get registered. Again, it's free to register. And you know, whether you're walking the dog, taking your kids for a walk or walk going for a hike you, or going out on these marathon training runs, you know though all those miles count to helping us raise this awareness and get the 60,000 mile benchmark down. So that is still up and going, and it's it's great to see every day that that number continue to climb as more and more people get involved and more and more people start you continue to enter their their miles in.
0: yeah. And I'll just caveat what you just said, or piggyback, I should say, is that you know I didn't realize until we did one of these hundred mile challenges like how easy this thing is to do, yeah. um, and you know. When you run, like I run probably five, six times a week, so that's easy peasy for me. But when I'm walking, you know, I I downloaded Runkeeper, so I kind of use that for my walks. Uh, My dogs love going for walks early in the morning, late at night, so get them out. um, Just really easy um, to to kind of just think about the opportunities, you know. And the other day, I was thinking, I went uh, I went to my son's. Like I had to drop him off at the high school for conditioning. And I walked up to the field and then walked back down the car. And I was like, you know what? It's kind of like a quarter mile to the field from the parking lot. It counts. <laughs> it, counts. it all counts. So, yeah. So, uh, I, you know, it's just being consciously aware of this stuff. And so this is a great opportunity to help amplify and help raise awareness. I mean, there is a fundraising page that you have the ability. Once you sign up, it's free, as you said, to, to register, to set up. But, you know, if people want to fundraise, they don't have to, but it, it, it's optional. They can do that. And, you know, it just gives everyone an opportunity to uh, to get engaged, get involved and, and just really, really cool, um, you know, to help amplify that message and, and, you know, help raise awareness for, you know, what this thing is called pancreatic cancer. So really excited for that. Great to see people get engaged and, and log the miles and people are uploading pictures. Just awesome to see all that stuff come in. Our next year long event. Uh, Which is starting to kind of get some momentum here. I know there's a little bit of a challenge here for a little while because gyms were closed, but it's our push pull event, and and Vin, you you oversee this, so what what better person to talk about this than yourself? Uh, But push pulls, rocking and rolling. I know gyms are starting to, you know, as as restrictions opened up throughout all the country, you know, fitness became such an important piece for so many people, but now we're starting to see some traction in our push pull program.
1: Yeah, push pull. Last year, again, just like with everything, had a little bit different look. Last year, with everything virtual, we had a lot of guest trainers coming on, you know, doing our Zoom workouts. But this year, we're back live. Um, I will say, you know, if anybody is a trainer out there and you want to set up a virtual, you know, Zoom workout, it would, the, all the more the merrier. We can set that up and we can do that. It can be a part of this this workout as this has evolved. Um, but as you said, gyms are starting to open up. The restrictions are starting to ease up a little bit. Um, you know, and pictures I see all over social media, gyms are, people are excited to get back in the gym and work out. And what better way to you know, continue to, to raise that awareness and bring push-pull to your gym? We do have a specific workout that we've been using for the past five years, um, we recommend that it does not have to be that workout. Um, so if you don't want to use the workout that we suggest or that we have, you can adjust it, you can modify it, you can come up with your own workout. So if you had somebody at your gym, you know that has battled this, or you have lost somebody, you know, let's talk and let's set up a workout specifically for them. You know, so we have evolved this, and more and more gyms are getting involved, and you know, with that gyms, it's free to register for the gym. You just set up that team and then you know, register and be a part of the team. You can you register to be a participant, join that team. And then there are fundraising um, incentives along the way. And our partners over at Born Primitive are our main sponsor of the push-pull this year. And you know anyone that raises $1,200 for the 1,200 people or people that are diagnosed a day uh, with pancreatic cancer, we have a cool... Uh, black hoodie that is co-branded with the born primitive and project purple logos on them. So just an incentive to, you know, continue that fundraising, continue that awareness. And you know. so if you're a gym owner, a member of a gym, or, you know, just a trainer and train out, of, train virtually now, cause a lot of people have gone that route. Um, this is an opportunity to get involved and, you know, sweat for a cause as you, know, as we say, is, you know, put your muscles to work for those that can't. And, it's a great workout and even if you modify it and change it it's still a great workout and like all these hero wads that crossfitters do you in the crossfit world it's it's that kind of workout to honor somebody and, and remember somebody that might be battling or may have been lost
0: awesome stuff and That's all year round. So, I mean, the great thing about that is there's so much flexibility. And like you said, it could be anything. It could be virtual. It could be a hit. um, It could be a spin. um, Whatever type of fitness you're doing um, doesn't necessarily have to be with uh, CrossFit or with, you know, weights for that matter. Um, You can, you know help raise awareness, help amplify the message. Um, as long as it's involving fitness and, and getting active and doing something, um, it's just great, great stuff. So our last year long event that we're going to mention today, and we've seen kind of some momentum happen with this um, is our putt for PC, which, you know, is again, something, you know, I go back to when I started, I said, you know, there's some things here that we're doing. That really don't involve running or fitness. And, you know, we've talked about the barbecue. Um, I guess people can say golf is fitness, Uh, but, you know, I I don't see it as like going out to run or going out to actually, you know, do a workout with a clock or anything, but putt for PC. Like all you need is a a putter. Um, We send you the balls and a cup, and you just got to make a really creative uh, hole in one.
1: Yeah, this was a fun, unique idea that, that, you know, we came up with. So like, like you said, you know, you'll grab a putter and once you register, you know, we're sending you the balls, we're sending you the cup that you have to sink the ball into. Um, but you know, it's be creative and, you know, make a minimum of a 10 foot putt, you know, the ball, you know, has to stay in that cup. You can use props. We want to see these videos and, you know, we've had a few submissions that, you know, they pretty, people got pretty unique, you know, hitting down, uh, you know, railing and, you know, stairs and, you know, getting that ball into the cup. It's been fun to watch. So, you know, get involved with that. Again, we send you everything that you need except for that putter. And then, you know, we just want to see, you know, every month, you know, we were able to submit videos, you know, to me and, you know, we'll review those videos and we'll select one winner for, you know, the most creative or, you know, our favorite putt that's made.
0: Awesome, I love it, and I love seeing the creativity uh, that comes out of uh, the putt for PC. Similar to like Big Stew's Barbecue, where people get super creative, uh, but we've seen some video submissions already that were pretty interesting uh, that we'll be sharing here over the next couple weeks. So great stuff, uh, Vin. That pretty much sums up our our summer preview. I mean, just kind of a busy time as as the audience can probably see from the amount of events we have going on, but we're super excited. As I said in the beginning, like this is actually, you know, people talk about pre-COVID, right? And this is it. Like we're getting back to events, uh, being in person, um, looking a lot like they did prior to there. There's some that still have a little bit of a twist to it, but I'm confident, you know, next year that things will look a lot more like they did prior to all this. And uh, just really excited to get back on the road and, and see a lot of the supporters and getting people engaged. And, you know, this all means awareness, which is what this disease needs.
1: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. You know, and I, we've talked about it in the past. And if you've you know, been a part of our community, you know, the fall has always been the busiest time. And, you know, we're, it's before, you know, it, the fall is over and with the events and the amount of stuff that we have going on. And it, it's, it's fun in a way to see that being extended into the summer. Um, you know, whether you know, we have those fall marathons, but now we're you know, extending that busy time into the summer and you know, it, it keeps things moving. It keeps us, you know, keeps us busy and engaged and hopefully keeps you, the community engaged and, and seeing that, you know, you know, we're evolving with new events and hopefully having something for everybody. Like you said, if you're not a runner or you're not into the gym or not into the working out, you know, we have something for you. Which also goes into if you have an idea of an event that you want to do for as of a third party, you know, let us know. You know, and if you have somebody you want to honor, we can set up events for you. You know, so there's tons of opportunities. We're busy. You know, we love seeing everything that you know you guys are doing for us and you're doing for the disease and helping us raise awareness because we always say we can't do what we do without you. So it's a fun time of year. It's busy, but wouldn't want it any other way.
0: Awesome stuff. So if you have questions or you want to check out some of the events uh, and, you know, see where they are, dates and all that kind of stuff and get maybe some of the finer details, the best place to do or best place to find out, I should say, is our website. So that's projectpurple.org. Look under events and they'll all be listed there. So I want to thank you guys once again uh, for joining us here on the Project Purple podcast. Thank you, Vin. For coming on as you always do whenever i ask you to <laughs> uh and and sharing uh you know what's going on like i said exciting time for us here at project purple looking forward to getting back to seeing a lot of our participants donors and just amplifying our message of what we're doing here at project purple and as we've said you know we can't do all the great things we're doing helping patients funding research early detection with our precede consortium initiative without this love and support of all our participants and the donors that help us do those great things. So thanks for listening. As we say here at Project Purple, that's a wrap of another episode of the Project Purple Podcast. If you like what you heard today, please follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to share this episode. And until next time, please be safe.